Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, Cenk Uger here at YouTube Space New York, uh, and I want to talk to Praveen Singh, who's actually our head of business development at the Young Turks, but about nothing to do with business whatsoever. And Jade Lovell's uh, here with us as well. She's going to help uh, explain what are uh, complicated issues, at least for me, because I'm not that bright. Okay, so Praveen, uh, I know that you care deeply about stem cell research. It's actually personal for you. Uh, Why is it personal for you? So um, I've been lucky enough to find a set of doctors who've been able to uh, get behind a condition that I have. And so um, when I was younger, I was about five years old, my mom, um, I remember I was in the hallway leading to the kitchen and my mom collapsed in front of me. And, um, And I remember it very distinctly. She had gone into cardiac arrest the ambulance came, they took her away. She um, had to be revived multiple times. Um, she had a very difficult many years after that. She had been put on medication to help stabilize her heart rhythm. Um, and it was very unclear what it was, what it was called. They had to experiment with uh, numerous drugs to help try and um, regulate her heart rhythm. And uh, again, they didn't know what it caused it. So there was no sense of whether or not any of us would have it. So fast forward um, to when I was 31 years old. It was December 15th, 2005. I remember it very distinctly. Um, I was at my desk at work. I had just started a job. Uh, I think I'd been there a couple of weeks. And it was around 6 o'clock. And it was holiday season, so everyone was kind of checking out and going home early. And uh, I was on the phone, and I remember talking to somebody. And I don't remember anything else after that. I mean, I actually had a very clear experience while it was happening, but when I came to, I didn't know what was going on. I saw my phone was off the hook, my purse was on the floor, you know, everything was spilled out outside of it. Um, and uh, I had a cold at the time. I called my ENT and said, hey, what's going on? I think the medications you're giving me are giving, you know, making me faint or something. And he said, that has nothing to do with it. Get to the hospital immediately. So I went in, um, and it was clear as soon as I laid down in triage that my heart rhythm was um, off. It didn't look like, it looked like a child had scribbled on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was admitted and uh, observed for an extended period of time and treated. So I was um, given an ablation where they go in through the groin and up into the heart and Um, turn off areas in your heart that are misfiring, that cause ventricular tachycardia, which is what I had and which is what made me pass out. Um, And then uh, it was told told to me that it it made sense for me to have a defibrillator implanted and for me to take medication 
for basically the rest of my life, same thing as my mother, um, to help regulate my heart rhythm. Um, so I went on a long mission, which is a long story about me you know, going to different doctors around the country and even over to France to try and find people who would help me understand what this was and whether or not in, indeed I needed the medication or the defibrillator considering all the things my mom had gone through. So Jade, you, you're our science expert here. So I remember when Reggie Lewis died uh, playing basketball for the Celtics. Um, is this related, not related? I mean, uh, the, it's obviously issues with the heart. Uh, he had it uh, while exercising. You had it the reverse, not doing anything. So are they related or not? That's the interesting question and the reason why this research is so important is because we don't know for sure what the cause is of a, a range of heart conditions. And often the diagnosis, and I'm sure the diagnosis that you got originally, was you have uh, an unusual heartbeat, but we're not quite sure why. And so there's a range of conditions that are caused either by exercise or at rest, but often people won't know that they are carrying any sort of, uh, that their heart is not working until it stops working and that they collapse. And so there's um, thousands of people every year in the United States alone that are that die of sudden cardiac arrest. And still, a lot of those cases are still unexplained. So about 280,000 people die every year from heart attacks, but we don't know what percentage of those are related to this and, and many other things that are unexplained. So how does stem cell uh, research uh, factor into this story? So stem cell research in this case is going to be the way that we can confirm what is actually behind Praveen's condition. So by um, reverse engineering the cell and making two copies, one that matches your body and one that has the what they suspect is the mutation that's causing it, by having both of those, they'll be able to see, well, if we take the mutation out and this is healthy and with the mutation it's unhealthy, we can clearly see that it's that mutation that's causing it. So we think it's genetic because Praveen's mom had it, she has it. Is that confirmed or not confirmed? This is what we hope the research will definitely confirm, but it's very suspected. So Praveen, you've got two daughters. Uh, how much more personal does that make it? It doesn't get any more personal than that. So um, it's interesting. When I first was diagnosed, I was you know, challenging whether or not I needed a defibrillator or if I needed to take the, indeed need to take the medication. I didn't have kids. I wasn't married at that time. It's a very dis different decision now. I have no choice but to help do everything I can to help further this research so that we have answers and potential treatments that um, you know, might help us diagnose ahead of time before this condition presents itself in the next generation. So is this a thing that gets passed on from women to women? Does it affect men? Do we know that, not know that? I don't think we know that. One thing that um, has uh, come out of the research that they've done to date is that there is a clear genetic mutation that's been found in my mother and in me. And so that's why the research is moving forward. So hopefully over time that pool will you know, grow. They'll be able to get more information about um, who else it might affect in the general population um, and further the study and then help us understand whether or not my kids might be affected. See, this is really interesting because you have theoretical conversations about stem cell research, uh, but when uh, your kids are, what, four and two? Three and five. Three and five now? Yeah, when you got two daughters who are in three and five, and that stem cell research uh, might save their lives, it, it does, it's not theoretical anymore, yeah, right? That's very real. So I, I, you know, all three of us obviously are huge proponents of science, but this is why we love science. That's right. 
and we hope that obviously that it could help you and your family, Praveen. That's right. Thank you.